Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He is a constitutional expert that I turn to a lot. It's a friend of mine and a guy that you all know just by looking at him. It's Judge uh, Andrew Napolitano. Judge, how are you? Good to see you. Oh, great, Joe. It's a pleasure to be back with you. It's been a long time, my dear friend. It has been a long time. And uh, the last time I think we saw each other, I bought you lunch in New York. You owe me lunch. Just going to put it out there, Andrew. Deal. And okay. I have and I have to buy it for you in San Antonio. <laughs> Either that or we'll figure it out up in the, in the Northeast. Um, love having you on. And I want to start with something that you educated me on a long time ago. We had a bit of a debate, and I said, people who are here illegally don't have constitutional rights. And you said, well, that's wrong. Of course they do. I said, well, what do, you, what do you mean? They came across the border illegally. We've got a porous border not far from where I am, Judge. And we've got 7 million people who have come in just since Biden took office. And you educated me that if you're in this country, you have due process and you have constitutional rights until you're adjudicated and proven that you, that you did break the law and then we can get you out of the country. But if you're in the country, you have constitutional rights. People think it's only citizens that have rights. That's not true, is it? Your statements are 100% correct. I can't take credit for educating you. You can, you can give credit to James Madison, who wrote the Fifth Amendment, uh, which protects the lives, liberty, and property of all persons, not just Americans, not right. just people that are here legally, not just good people, not just people the government likes, not just adults, but all Americans. So everyone has due process rights once they are in the United States. That's the old wet foot, dry foot. Yeah. Rule. Once you set foot on American ground, no matter how you got here, uh, legally, illegally, from the sky, from the from the sea, from the heavens, you have basic constitutional rights. It doesn't mean you're free to roam around. Right. Uh, if the court does not think you're going to return for the adjudication of your constitutional rights, just like when a person's indicted for a crime, if the court doesn't believe the person's going to return, they're not going to give them bail. They're not going to let them out. They'll They'll uh, restrain them or detain them right. until the time of the hearing, but they're entitled to a hearing. I think the number, Judge, is 95% of those who come here and they're claiming asylum, which is a fake claim, about 90, uh, 80% or 90%, they're false claims and they're going to be turned down. They don't show back up. They, don't, they get a court date and we never see them again. So we know that they're a flight risk. We know that they're probably going to stay here illegally. Would, if you were on the bench adjudicating these so-called asylum cases, would you say detain them until they have their hearing or would you let them oh, roam? Sure. And you, you must do that if you have reason to believe that they won't come back and that no amount of bail or security or a bond, I don't know that they could get a bond, which is an insurance policy, meaning right. an insurance company's on the risk. Uh, if no amount of, I'll use the generic word, bail, yeah. will assure their return, uh, then they're not entitled uh, to be set free. That's the problem because the government doesn't have uh, the facilities to restrain these people. That's right. problem number one. Problem number two is the present government, not the Trump administration, the present government wants these people to roam free and hopes that they'll become American citizens or somehow, somehow vote yeah. legally or illegally. And that, that's really the issue. They think they're going to all be Democrat voters. But in South Florida, they just found out that people who are of Cuban or Dominican you know, heritage are voting conservative. And they, I mean, you just saw what Ron DeSantis did there. And so the, the assumption that somebody who's Hispanic or Latino is going to vote Democrat is probably a bad assumption. And we're harming the country. In the meantime, it's, uh, it's Judge Andrew Napolitano, former uh, Fox News legal analyst, the you, guy you've seen on television. Would you tell me you were on the, on the screen 14,000 plus times? 14,500 times in 24 years at Fox. They, they, they got their money's worth out of me, and it was a wonderful experience. Uh, but uh, turned a page and, and moving on. I have my own 
podcast, not as successful as the one I'm on now, uh, <laughs> called uh, Judging Freedom. We average about uh, a million eight, a million nine Beautiful. views a week. Um, and I pop up on all kinds of people's shows, new friends, old friends, like I am now. And we appreciate having you back. It's uh, JudgeNap.com. JudgeNap.com. His latest book is called Freedom's Anchor, and it's uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Let me just ask you one more question about, about people coming here illegally. The 14th Amendment is something that you and I have spoken about before as well. The 14th Amendment, of course, was part of the 13th, 14th, and 15th that ended slavery and gave former slaves rights. Uh, the 14th Amendment really is to protect slave, uh, former slaves from having, you know, it was the Democrats back in the day, by the way. Um, it was to stop them from restricting their right to vote or their right to have the Second Amendment, you know, um, bear, keep and bear firearms. This was a guarantee that you'll get due process no matter where you're from and no matter, you know, who you were before, you know, the Civil War. For some reason, it has been interpreted to mean anybody who comes here and steps, like you said, wet, wet foot, dry foot, if you step on, on American land, you're suddenly, you're covered by the 14th Amendment or if a pregnant woman comes here illegally and has a baby, that baby automatically is an American citizen. That wasn't the intent. I think you and I would agree that wasn't the intent. But if you read it word for word, that really does happen. Should we change the 14th Amendment? Uh, well, in my opinion, no. Okay. Uh, but 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 it is clear that the 14th Amendment was intended to uh, to assure, doesn't convey, or confer, but to assure citizenship of anybody that's born here, right. even if the purpose of the uh, mother being here at the time of birth is to uh, use some sort of an argument that the baby's a citizen, therefore the mother has to be a citizen. That's just the consequence of the citizenship. Right. Here's the problem, and on this we agree. The problem is a case called Poe, P-O-E versus Texas, okay. in which the state of Texas, under the governorship of George W. Bush, uh, attempted to deny basic services to immigrants, in this case, education. And the Supreme Court said, no, you have to give the same basic safety net uh, to immigrants that you do to citizens. This, of course, is an encouragement for people to come here. Right. Somebody wants to come here because they want to work. They should be allowed here. If someone wants to come here because they have a, a business they're going to operate, they should be allowed here. Yeah. But if someone is coming here just to receive the social safety net, the social safety net should not be afforded to them. That's the problem. The redistribution of wealth, which the federal government started, which states picked up on. And then when states tried to get away from it, the Supreme Court said you can't. Supreme Court was wrong. The case is wrong. It should be revisited. It yeah. should be uh, reversed. There should be no uh, welfare-based incentive for people to come here. There should just be a freedom-based incentive for people to come here. Either you're escaping tyranny or you want to go to a country where you can flourish yes. because of the freedom here, economic freedom and personal freedom, not because you want a transfer payment. Like my like my grandfather did, like your ancestors did. We came here yes, legally. My three grandparents, three three of my four grandparents. Yes, exactly. My mother's mother was born here, the yes. youngest of thirteen children. Wow. So <laughs> her mother, my great grandmother, was having babies at the same time that her sisters and sisters-in-law were having babies. <laughs> well, that's that's the way we did it. My father was one of eight, so I mean, I get it. Um, and and I think there's another case. Um, I think it's Plyer versus Doe where the state of Texas was forced to offer an education to the children yes. of those who came here illegally. Yes. And I had Greg Abbott, the uh, the governor of the great state of Texas, on my show six months ago, and he said we need to revisit that. We need, yeah, to, not have all, we need to not have all these magnets. I, I agree with him. 
One of the reasons taxes are so high, one of the reasons one of the reasons inflation is so bad is because the government gives away money and it gives away money because the Supreme Court told it it had to. And the burden typically falls on the states right. and it typically falls on border states. And the largest border state, the state with the biggest border is where you are now. Exactly Texas, right. uh, Greg Abbott is correct. It's uh, Judge Adrian Napolitano. Go to JudgeNap.com. Check out his podcast. Get his latest book called Freedom's Anchor. Let's talk about this this loan forgiveness. I've never heard the term loan forgiveness in my life before the Democrats started making a big deal out of this. I've got loans. I pay my mortgage every month. I paid off my cars, whatever. I never thought to myself, I should really be forgiven for this. There is no under duress uh, for these student loans. They signed it. They signed the contract. They said they would do it. But let's talk constitutionally. Is there anything in your opinion that gives the executive the right through depart through, through department of, of, of any department, education, any other department, um, gives them the right to say, we're just going to forget about this loan that you guys took out and we'll, we'll have the taxpayers pay it back. Is there anything Absolutely. that allows the executive to do it? No. Short word answer is no. Absolutely not. The longer answer is, let's put aside his motive, which was clear. And, and it almost succeeded to get votes. They kept, right. the, they kept the Senate in the 2022 midterms and they nearly kept the House. It wasn't the bloodbath that even they were predicting. So it worked for Joe Biden. But you, you here's how it works. You get admitted to a college. You can't afford it. You apply for financial aid. The college has a relationship with the bank. The bank gives you a loan. You sign a promissory note. Promising to pay back the loan with interest. The loan is guaranteed by the federal government. Everybody's happy. Yeah. The college gets their tuition. You get your education. The bank has a loan on its books guaranteed by the feds. You default on that loan, or the president of the United States unlawfully says, forget it, you don't have to pay the loan back. Well, who pays it? The federal government pays it. Right. So by President Biden implementing this program, he is taking out of the treasury, you're ready for this, $440 billion, with wow. a B, dollars to cover $40 million, with an M, loans. Now, the Constitution makes it clear only the Congress can take money out of the federal treasury for any reason. The president can't take any money out of the federal treasury. This is a very cut and dried case. The Chief Justice John Roberts made nearly the same argument in the first question he put to the administration lawyers, as I've just attempted to summarize for you now. Oh, you didn't attempt. You did a great job with it. That, that makes a lot of sense the way that you spelled it out. So by by the articles of, of uh, well, the Federation paper, the federal list papers, I should say, and then into the Constitution, the House of Representatives literally has to make the move to spend some money. And if they don't make the move, then the Senate doesn't agree and they don't convene. It doesn't go to the president. He simply can't do it. Correct. Correct. He's trying to do it on his own. So it's really not loan forgiveness. It's loan transfer, okay. transferring the debt from the individual to the federal government, which guaranteed it. Now, in my world, in my small government world, there would be because it's not authorized by the Constitution, there would be no Department of Education. The federal government wouldn't be guaranteeing loans. You can go to a state government, which has the authority to do that. But this is the big monster federal government that we have now, which thinks it can right any wrong and regulate any behavior and spend any amount of money and give any money away yeah. uh, that it wants uh, just to win uh, just to win votes. Of course, it's a good thing that a poor person gets a loan guaranteed so that person can go to college and have a much better life than that person's parents had. Right. It just shouldn't be done by the federal government because the Constitution doesn't authorize the federal government to do it. 
Once the camel's nose is under the tent, once you say, well, we're being generous, there's no such thing as generosity with other people's money. Right. But once you start with that, then the federal government becomes like it is now, a behemoth, a behemoth that gives away money at the drop of a hat to the point where the federal government is now in debt, 31 and a half trillion with a T dollars. Doesn't make any sense. It's uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano, of course, you saw on Fox News for, for almost a quarter of a century. New book is called uh, Freedom's Anchor. Go and get that and check out his podcast, judgenap.com. Let's talk about Ukraine. I don't understand. I had Andy Biggs on, who's a, a representative from Arizona the other day. He said the great, real, the real, oh yeah, he's a human being and one of guy. the best thinkers in the Congress. And I think he, we would have been very, very wise to make him the speaker for a bit. It looked like he, he was in the running, but McCarthy's doing what he said he would do so far, so I won't complain too much. But Biggs was on and he said, Joe, you're not going to believe this. In equipment and in money, it's closer to $200 billion that we've already dedicated to Ukraine. Now, how is it that the president is doing this, basically fighting a proxy war against Russia without getting approval from the Congress? And where's he getting all this money? Well, Congressman Biggs knows far better than I where that number came from. The last number that I saw was 113 billion with a B dollars. Crazy. That number was appropriated by Congress, obviously, before the Republicans took control of the House. That number was appropriated by Congress, and they literally gave him a blank check and said, spend it however you want. Uh, according to the Treasury Department, Janet Yellen, uh, he has spent about $52 billion, about $10 billion in cash, uh, and the rest in military equipment. Now, there's two problems, as I see it, on the cash. Congressman uh, uh, Thomas Massey right. in the House, Senator Rand Paul in the Senate, each offered legislation to create an inspector general, an American team that would be in Ukraine, to find out where the money and the, and the equipment is going. Who in their right mind would give billions of dollars to Ukraine of all uh, governments right. and have no inspector general to certify where it's going? We don't know where it's going. So we don't know who has the cash. As far as the equipment is concerned, some of it was either given to, stolen by, appropriated, captured, whatever verb you want, by the Russians. And it's now being used against the Ukraine. A lot of it is being used by the Ukraine. My, my second objection, much of it is too sophisticated for untrained Ukrainian soldiers to use. So American troops are operating. American troops are deciding what to aim at and what to shoot at and what to kill. And then the trigger is being pulled remotely by American troops in Poland. Our question, are American boys shooting at Russian boys? Yes. Has the Congress authorized this? Absolutely not. Did the Congress authorize the use of force or the presence of military personnel? It did not. It only authorized cash and military equipment. But Joe Biden has troops there. Oh, they're advisors and they're trainers. Does that sound familiar, LBJ? Does that ring a bell for those of us who remember or have studied the Vietnam War? This is just the way the Vietnam War started. (laughs) Advisors and trainers needed protection, so we sent the troops to train them before, you know, everybody was in uniform, everybody was carrying weapons, and everybody was shooting at the North Vietnamese. Where did that get us? That got 500,000 troops who rotated through. Right. 10% of them, 50,000. Came home in body bags. Sick. 
And, and, and now we've got the, the guy in Ukraine, Zelensky, saying, your boys and girls will have to come here and fight if you don't do what we say. I find the guy to be repulsive, to be honest with you. And, and you alluded to this earlier. You didn't say it. But Ukraine is knowingly, it, we know through history, it's a very corrupt country. The fact that we're dedicating so much already is too much. I've only got about a minute left, Judge. And I want to have you back on soon because I can talk to you for two hours. <laughs> but, but I've got about a minute left. Let me ask you about what you alluded to earlier, that the Democrats, before Pelosi was unseated, passed this budget because the Senate Republicans didn't hold firm. They could have. They could have filibustered. They could have done a continuing resolution. And then the House of Representatives under under Republican control would have made a budget through the fiscal year. The founders did not want the lame duck to make the budget, did they? No, they didn't. The founders wanted uh, all appropriations to originate in the House. It says it in the in the Constitution and the Senate using its own rules to accept, modify uh, or reject. The problem is that not all Republicans are like Andy Biggs and Thomas Massey. Right. Most of them are big government Republicans, like the current Speaker of the House, no matter what he promised. Right. If Republicans really believed in what they used to believe in, none of this would have happened. Front page of the New York Times today, it's a true and accurate story. Where did $31 trillion in debt come from? As many Republicans voted for that, as did Democrats, including Kevin McCarthy. Right. You're exactly right. Uh, Judge, can we do it again? Will you promise to come back oh, soon? Oh, absolutely. It's as good as the old days. You look just as youthful as you did then, young Not man. me. You'll, you'll look thin. you look in shape. you look healthy. you look good. Uh, it's uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Go to JudgeNap.com. Check out his podcast. It's amazing. Also, get his new book. It's called Freedom's, uh, Freedom's Anchor. Judge, thank you. Uh, pleasure, Joe. All the best to you. Hi, right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. It's always an education and a pleasure to have uh, Judge Napolitano on. We'll have Andrew Napolitano back on. Go to JudgeNap.com, J-U-D-G-E-N-A-P.com. Go check out his podcast. Millions are listening to it because, again, he's so smart when it comes to the Constitution. Even if it makes you mad, you know, what he says, it's constitutionally sound. Um, so you would have to complain with the, to the founders or to, to those who amended the Constitution as it went. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Do me a favor. Go to Instagram. A lot of you on Instagram just floating around. Go to Joe Talk Show. The last Instagram reel that I did, my come on video, was about Joe Biden saying they had to open his head up twice to see if he had a brain. And then the one right before that is uh, is where I make a reference to Weekend at Bernie's when it comes to Joe Biden. You're going to want to see this. I've got a Pags party. I'll play for you again next hour. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.